I'm just going to turn back again to that chapter we read a little earlier on, Acts chapter 9. And our theme this evening is Thanksgiving with the Apostle Paul. Thanksgiving with the Apostle Paul. Why is it that giving of thanks is so difficult for us? We are so slow in this regard to return our thanks unto the Lord. The Lord is good and great and kind and mighty to us. And there is much that we should give thanks for. And we have some great portions of thanksgiving in the scriptures. We have just read together from Exodus 15, 1 to 10. Moses and the children of Israel here in Exodus 15 were given thanks to God in song. They're given thanks unto God for overthrowing a great army, the Egyptian army. Every one of them dead upon the shores of the Red Sea. And here's the striking thing about this. Moses is glad. Moses is glad. The children of Israel are glad. The children of Israel and Moses are glad that God has done this. We're told for he has triumphed gloriously, they sing. They're giving thanks for a great deliverance. But when you break it down, what are they giving thanks for? Well, they're giving thanks for death. It's a very unusual thing to give thanks for. But here we have it here in this portion of scripture. Another portion of scripture which we have already sung this evening is Psalm 100. Another portion of thanksgiving. And here the psalmist is giving thanks to God for making us. He says, it is he that hath made us not we ourselves. The psalmist is giving thanks also for the Lord bringing him to church, as we would say, enter into his gates with thanksgiving, we are told. We could turn to many, many passages of scripture where God's people return thanks unto the Lord. But this evening, we want to look at just three things with the Apostle Paul. Three things that Paul gives thanks to God for. And the first thing we want to see is Paul thankful for Christ. Paul thankful for Christ. In 2 Corinthians chapter 9, verse 15, Paul says these words. Thanks be unto God for his unspeakable gift. 
Thanks be unto God for his unspeakable gift. Up to the portion of scripture in Acts 9, which we've just read together, these are surely remarkable words from the Apostle Paul. This Apostle, who hated Christ so much, now says these words. And I pray tonight that as you lay your head upon your pillow, that you will remember these words. Thanks be unto God for his unspeakable gift. This man, Paul, who was responsible for the great persecution of God's people, mainly in Jerusalem, he scattered the Christians throughout Samaria and Judah and wider afield. And if that had been you and I there in Jerusalem, and we had to flee from our homes, no doubt we would have thought it a terrible thing. But you know, God uses things like this for good. And the more the people were scattered over the land, for then more the seed of the Lord Jesus Christ was sown. This is what our God does, even in adversity. As the people were scattered, so was the seed. And we should give thanks for that. But our first introduction to Paul tells us so much about him. You'll remember when Stephen was stoned to death for preaching Christ. You'll remember the mob who, listened, who was listening to Stephen preach. His preaching cut them to the bone. We're told they gnashed on him with their teeth. In other words, they had had enough of listening to Stephen preaching Christ to them. Stephen had displayed to them in the clearest way their unbelief in Christ. He called them betrayers and murderers to their faces. This young preacher of the gospel was true to Christ to his latter end. You remember how the mob was filled with such hatred for Christ? They display their great anger. And what do they do next? Well, they lift the stones. They lift the stones to stone Stephen. But it's it's nearly like enough that they can't get enough venom in their, in their throw of the stones. What do they do? They get their coats off. They get their coats off. They're going to work up a sweat in the killing of this young preacher. And who do they leave their possessions with? Yes, it's this young man, Paul. They know that their valuables, their possessions, would be safe with Paul. And this would tell us that Paul was saying to them, get stuck in, throw your stones, kill this man. 
I'm right there with you. This is the man who says these words to the Corinthians. Thanks be unto God for his unspeakable gift. None of us deserve this unspeakable gift. None of us. Some of us are probably just like Paul. We heard the gospel many times, and yet we said no to Christ many times. And Paul had clearly heard the word of Christ, but was unwilling to take him into his life as Saviour. But then, as we've read here in Acts chapter 9, one day at the height of his persecution, that pinnacle of his persecution of Christ, he comes face to face with the one that he hated so much. He met with the one whom he thought was dead. And then blinded by that great light from heaven on the Damascus road, Paul has to ask a question. Who art thou, Lord? He asks. Who art thou? And the answer comes back, I am Jesus. I am Jesus. Can you imagine how Paul must have felt right at that moment? We're told he's fear, he's astonished, he's trembling. All these things gripped Paul on the Damascus road. This was Paul, who had tried so hard before, who had been so, such a religious man, was now finding out that salvation was a gift to receive and not to be earned. And this is why Paul says to the Corinthians, thanks be to God for his unspeakable gift. See, Paul is truly thankful for Christ. No matter how much Paul preached to Christ, he was always returned thanks unto him, the one who gave him this greatest gift of all, the gift of salvation in the Son of God, Christ Jesus. Paul, thankful for Christ. And the second thing we want to see this evening is Paul thankful for Christians. Paul thankful for Christians. You see, Paul had to realise very quickly that he needed Christian fellowship and friends. And going back again to Paul's conversion, we see this very clearly. Ananias was his first Christian friend that Paul met. And how pleased he must have been to meet him. 
You see, the Lord leaves Paul, as we we have read, blinded for three days. Now we know what he was doing. The scripture tells us he spent his time in prayer. He spent his time in prayer. What an amazing change in this man. He didn't sleep. He didn't eat. Such was the shock of the experience. And we can relate to Paul's experience here, can't we? You see, for you and I, there has been, no doubt, many sleepless nights. Maybe we've been worried about family matters. Maybe we've been worried about work matters. Maybe we've been worried about church matters. But Paul here, he knows the name of this man before he meets him. He knows the name of this Christian friend which he's about to meet. For Christ reveals it to him. And... He tells him what's soon about to happen. Acts chapter 9 and verse 12. And hath seen in a vision, this is Paul, a man named Ananias coming in and putting his hand on him that he might receive his sight. Paul was a happy man when he met Ananias. He receives his sight and that would make anyone happy. So happy now he is, he's able to eat once again and no doubt a good night's sleep would follow. But Paul soon realises that he not only needs one Christian friend, but rather he needs lots of Christian friends. Because you see, now the redeemed Paul moves from the hunter to the hunted. Verses 24 and 25 of Acts 9. But their lying awake was known of Saul, and they watched the gates day and night to kill him. Then the disciples took him by night and let him down by the wall in a basket. Paul is now a new creature in Christ Jesus. He has become a preacher. He's proven to people that the Christ promised many centuries earlier really is the Christ who was crucified on Calvary's hill. But now he is the one who has been hunted. He's being hunted down. And look who it is that saves him this time. It's Christian friends who save his neck. Verse 25. Then the disciples took him by night and let him down by the wall in a basket. 
You see, the friends Paul once had have now become his enemy. And this is quite common to many people who turn to Christ. You see, their old life no longer appeals to them. And their friends of old soon realise that they have nothing any longer in common with them. And whenever we are converted, Christian friend, Christian friends are a tremendous blessing to us. And Paul could say in Philippians chapter 1 verse 3, I thank my God upon every remembrance of you. That's what Paul thinks of Christian friends. Paul loved Christian friends. He loved the saints of God. And love longs for fellowship. Love longs for fellowship with other believers. The people here tonight, the people who shall gather on the Sabbath day, what do they mean to you and I? What do they really mean to you and I? Are we glad for them? Do we give thanks to God for each other in this place? Well, I hope we do. And I believe we do. But we should be like Paul, who was thankful for all the believers in which he came in contact with. Do we love one another like Paul loved the saints? So Paul was thankful for Christ. Thanks be to God for his unspeakable gift. And Paul is thankful for Christians. Then thirdly and lastly, Paul was thankful constantly. Paul was thankful constantly. First Thessalonians chapter 5 verse 18, Paul says, In everything give thanks. In everything give thanks. No matter what situation you find yourself in, Give thanks unto God. Paul did. Paul was hunted, but he gave thanks to God. Paul was shipwrecked, but he gave thanks to God. Paul was stoned, but he gave thanks to God. Paul had a thorn in the side. He requested it to be taken away, but when it wasn't, he gave thanks to God. Sometimes Paul had little food, little gifts from the churches, but he gave thanks to God. Paul was a man who was constant and constantly giving thanks to God. 
And we should be the same, brethren. We should never stop giving our thanks unto God. Thanks be unto God, Paul says, for his unspeakable gift. Paul says, I'm thankful for everyone who loves the Lord Jesus Christ like I do. He says, be constant in prayer and thanksgiving. Let us use Paul as our example. As we lay our heads upon our pillows this evening, let's meditate upon these things. Give thanks for this unspeakable gift, the Lord Jesus Christ. Give thanks for Christian friends. And let us love one another with a pure heart. And let us be constant in our giving thanks unto God. May God bless his word. Amen.